And so let's pray. Lord God, it is indeed our desire, our desire to be in your presence, to sit at your feet, to cherish each moment, to be in your presence. And so as we are before you now, we pray that you will speak to us, that we will hear your words and what it is you want us to hear today. Well, I've been on annual leave for two weeks, and it's been great. I've had a real rest. I've had a chance to see friends and family and just have some peace and some time to unwind. And it's so important, isn't it, that we take that time to look after ourselves, uh, to be uh, just still and calm time. And Jesus understood that. He knew that that was important. And at the beginning of that gospel reading that we heard Manuel read for us, we hear Jesus and his disciples are trying to find somewhere to have some rest, to take some time away for themselves to just be, to pray and to relax. Unfortunately, they weren't as successful in their quest to find some rest as I have been for the last fortnight. As soon as the people saw them leaving, the crowds followed them. Jesus and the disciples were in a boat and the crowds ran along the shore. So desperate were they to be in Jesus' presence. I don't know about you, but I'm not sure that I would have responded as graciously as Jesus did to these crowds invading their quiet time. Jesus, we hear, had compassion on them when he saw them. Despite his need for rest, Jesus sees the people. He sees their needs and is moved with compassion. Jesus came to serve. And this is one of those times when we really see that in how he responds to the people. So often we read in the Gospels of Jesus seeing. His vision is always outwardly focused. Jesus sees not just in a passing, glancing way, but with understanding and with a depth of feeling. Last time that I preached uh, here at Central Hall, I spoke about how much deeper our relationships can be if we're brave enough to ask the question, how are you, and really mean it, really want to hear the answer. And also, if we're brave enough to respond with honesty and with openness, how much deeper our relationships can be when we do that. It's easy to look at one another but it's much more difficult to truly see each other. I don't know if you've ever had that experience of really feeling seen when someone has taken the time to notice you, to see how you're doing without the need for words or sometimes despite the words that we say. It's a deeply humbling and wonderful experience and it's another opportunity for us to deepen our relationships with one another when we take time to really see each other. And Jesus sees the people and he responds to them with compassion because they are like sheep without a shepherd. It's easy to see why the lectionary has uh, paired these two readings together, isn't it? Psalm 23 makes sense uh, with this gospel reading. The psalm gives us a model of what a good shepherd is like for their sheep. It's someone that provides safety, restoration, protection and provision. 
the people had no one that was looking after them, that was putting their well-being at the top of the list, at the centre of their decision-making. Now, this was uh, also a political statement. It was an indictment of Herod. A death from the Baptist occurs in the Gospel just before we have this passage. And it was speaking into the political climate, saying we need better leaders of people. But as well as that, it was also a comment on how the people needed to turn to God, to recognise that it is only God that can truly be all that we need, only God that can enable us to be who we have been created to be, only God that can see us in the depths of our beings. It is only with God that goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. Jesus sees the people, has compassion on them and recognises their need. And so what does he do? Well, he begins to teach them. We don't have the words here that Jesus said. What he teaches them in that moment, what he knows they need to hear. Oh, I just long to have been there in that moment and to hear that, to have experienced that, to have been seen by Jesus and taught about the kingdom. But of course, we are all seen by Jesus and are taught about the kingdom every moment of our lives, if only we open our eyes to see it. After all this teaching, Jesus and the disciples cross over the lake again presumably hoping finally for some rest, that time to recuperate. However, that wasn't to be. As soon as they are on land, Jesus is recognised. Word gets out and the sick are brought for healing. Everywhere that Jesus goes, the people are jostling, anxious to get near, to just have a touch of healing. They are hoping even to touch the fringe of his cloak. Such was their desire for healing that even touching the fringe of Jesus' cloak can bring wholeness. I wonder, do we desire Jesus just as much today? Do we yearn to touch the fringe of his cloak? Do we believe that he can heal us? Do you? Are you reaching out your hand towards Jesus? If you are, know that he is there reaching back, seeing you with compassion and seeking to teach you and to heal you. The final point that I want to make is about what is missing. Perhaps you noticed that the lectionary reading from Mark today misses out verses 35 to 52. I wonder if you got your Bible out to have a look and see what was missing. Well, if you didn't, uh, it's the feeding of the 5,000 and then Jesus walking on the water that we missed. Now, we have these readings throughout the year and at other times, and I'm sure that you're quite familiar with them. And if you're not, I encourage you to go away and have another look at chapter 6 after the service. Read it through. Remind yourself of those passages. But I wanted to mention that we've missed them because I think those verses are really important here. We need to hear the whole of this narrative. After Jesus sees the people, is filled with compassion and teaches them, 
he doesn't just go off in the boat to seek some rest. No, it's late, he's, the disciples tell Jesus. Say, it's late. You need to send the people away so they can go and get some food. And Jesus replies, you give them something to eat. And Jesus, faced with just five loaves and two fish, proceeds to provide abundantly for the people that have gathered there. Jesus sees us as whole people. He doesn't ignore our physicality. Jesus came that we might have life and have it to the full. Never be afraid to bring your whole self before Jesus. Finally, after the people have been taught and fed, Jesus sends the disciple into the boat, sends them on their way ahead of him, and he goes away to pray. So he finally gets that moment of solitude. And then we have this wonderful story of Jesus walking on the water towards the disciples in the boat. Wouldn't that be an amazing moment? Wouldn't you think the disciples would respond with awe and wonder and just be amazed at who Jesus was? Well, of course, those who know the story will know that wasn't their response at all. They were terrified. Who is this man that can do this thing? After all that they'd witnessed, after Jesus teaching and healing and this miracle of feeding the 5,000 people, well, men and women and children, of course, don't forget. He does this wonderful thing. He walks on water and the disciples are terrified, we hear. They are afraid at this thing that Jesus can do and they wonder who he is. Despite all they have seen and all they have experienced with Jesus, they still don't fully understand. So if that's you today, if you're in that place of not knowing who Jesus is, perhaps you are even scared, as the disciples were. Maybe you're intrigued, or perhaps you're even a bit dismissive. Well, that's okay too, because even those first disciples had those times. Plenty of them, in fact. They got scared and they doubted as well. If that's you today, if you say, yes, that's what I am, that's where I'm feeling now, well, I encourage you to just take one step. Just reach out your hand a little towards Jesus and you will find him there waiting for you. Not compelling you, not forcing you, but reaching out in love. Looking upon you with the eyes of a creator who sees you and loves you and has compassion upon you. Ready to make you whole. Seeking to provide restoration and safety, protection and provision. For the Lord is indeed our good shepherd. And so today, let's all of us reach out our hands to touch even the fringe of his cloak. For Jesus can provide healing and wholeness to our lives. Amen.